Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Mavi Bolaños in San Francisco. Residents in Orange County's Anaheim Hills are voting on a self-imposed tax that would fund a groundwater pump system. As the California Report's Izzy Bloom reports, that pump system has protected homes from landslides for 30 years. But funding will run out at the end of this year. After the Anaheim Hills landslide in 1993, the city of Anaheim installed a system of wells, pumps, and drains that last year removed about 15 million gallons of groundwater. Now, homeowners in a special district created in the landslide-vulnerable area of Anaheim will decide on whether to levy a property tax assessment on themselves to keep the pump system going. But in recent years, residents have already voted against the tax, twice. Aaron Ryan, a spokesperson for the city of Anaheim, says part of the reason is that the tax was evenly divided among homeowners in the special district. Many people felt that the assessment per property was unrealistic and unfair, so that discouraged some votes in the past. Ryan says the current proposed tax will vary depending on each property's risk of a landslide. An engineering report released earlier this month says homes in the area will be in, quote, imminent threat of landslides if the pumps are turned off. This comes just weeks after a landslide in the Rolling Hills Estates, about 50 miles west of Anaheim, destroyed a dozen homes. For The California Report, I'm Izzy Bloom. Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of The California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. 
Governor Gavin Newsom is offering to help negotiate a deal to try to help end the strikes that have hobbled TV and film production in Hollywood. According to Newsom's office, neither studio executives nor the unions representing writers and actors have shown an interest in bringing the governor to the negotiating table. The Writers Guild of America has been on strike since early May, with SAG-AFTRA joining them nearly two weeks ago. There's been no indication that the sides are any closer to a deal or even negotiating at this time. California bans state-funded travel to other states that discriminate against LGBTQ plus people. That list has ballooned as legislation targeting trans people sweeps the country. Now, Democratic lawmakers want to change tactics. CAP Radio's Nicole Nixon examines the impact of California's travel ban and whether it's accomplishing its original goal. In 2016, North Carolina passed an anti-transgender law that required people to use public restrooms that correspond with their sex assigned at birth. There was major fallout. The NBA All-Star Game was relocated from Charlotte to New Orleans. Entertainers and film productions boycotted the state. And California passed a law banning state-funded travel to states with anti-LGBTQ laws on the books. At first, this travel ban only applied to four states. But in the seven years since... State-funded travel from California to Iowa has been banned. California is restricting state-funded travel to three states. My office is adding five new states to California's state-funded travel restriction list. California Attorney General Rob Bonta recently brought the total to 26 states. It means California state employees, researchers, and public university athletic teams either can't travel to those states or they have to use private funding to get there. I think we find that it isolates us from being able to be present, be visible, and show examples of inclusivity and success. Democratic State Senate leader Tony Atkins is proposing a tactical shift. She is lesbian and has a bill to repeal California's travel ban and replace it with an outreach campaign for LGBTQ communities in conservative states. Because it really is personal relationships, direct communication and contact that change hearts and minds. Mark Stein is a history professor at San Francisco State University. He had an early run-in with California's travel ban while researching trans issues. I needed to go to, to North Carolina to do that research. And when I applied for reimbursement on my return, the foundation that holds my research funds put a stop on payment um, based on the policy. Stein eventually got reimbursed because he'd booked the travel before the ban took effect. Aside from complicating research trips and conferences, Stein says the travel ban ends up limiting the topics graduate students research. For example, he says if a student wanted to research the Tulsa race riots or Florida's anti-gay Johns committees from the 1950s, they'd have to get private funding to go to those places. Despite that, Stein is not getting behind Senator Atkins' proposal to end the ban. I think it sends a an unfortunate message that the arguments that are coming at us from Florida and Texas are working and that we need to change our value-based policies because of economic costs. Instead, he'd like to see an exemption for research or higher education generally. California passed the travel ban to put economic pressure on states that pass discriminatory laws. The fact that the list keeps expanding means it's not accomplishing what it set out to do. But it has been effective in another way. It definitely had an impact on the state, a negative impact. Whit Tuttle is the director of Visit North Carolina, the state's tourism bureau. 
But measuring the economic impact of a ban on state-funded travel is difficult. You know, it's one thing if an organization is looking to host a convention here and they tell us, "Hey, we're not hosting it here because of this travel ban." But what you don't know is how many meetings didn't even consider you because of it. Tuttle also points out North Carolina's anti-trans law that started all of this was repealed in 2020. The state's Democratic governor also recently vetoed three anti-trans bills. And despite these political shifts, North Carolina is still on California's banned travel list. For The California Report, I'm Nicole Nixon in Sacramento. And that's The California Report for Thursday, July 27th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Support for The California Report comes from Guideline. Their automated 401k plans can be set up in 20 minutes. More at guideline.com CA. Guideline, the California way to 401k. Stanford Medicine, comprising its School of Medicine and Adult and Children's Health Systems, working together to advance knowledge and improve lives. StanfordMedicine.org. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt through the Schmidt Family Foundation, working together to create a just world where all people have access to renewable energy, clean air and water, and healthy food. On the web at theschmidt.org. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out The Bay Curious Book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on The Bay Curious Podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get The Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hi there, I'm Randa Delfetah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast.